Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and my, and his friend there you go, gives oh, you sports medicine. My friend. <laughs> I am Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all of my picks on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. And this episode covers today's best college basketball spread bets. With me today is my co-host Jake. How you doing today? Well, I would say doing all right, but we kind of took it in the teeth last night. wasn't wasn't a great one. Yeah, last night uh, overall did not go as well. The podcast picks did okay. We lost Cal State Fullerton. Uh, That game disappeared off our slate, unfortunately. Uh, I think we broke down the Kansas State-Texas game pretty much perfectly. I mean, we talked about the, you know, a tough road environment. Kansas State played really well in the first half. We talked about Texas having more talent. They played well in the second half. We talked about COVID keeping guys out, and sure enough, Texas best player was out. Now that affected them less because they have just depth out their ears. Right. Uh, And we talked about Kansas state, the same guy who missed the OU game over the weekend, their second leading score was out. And so we talked about that could be important to wait till later in the game. I feel like we kind of later in the day. I mean, I feel like we kind of nailed that handicap pretty well. Um, Yeah. We were all over it. All over that one. My other apex in the podcast went two and one. So uh, if you if you listen here to the podcast, uh, uh, treading water. Uh, obviously, hoping to pick that up uh, today. In case you are new here, I have built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread and total should be for every Division One college basketball game. That information, along with a graded A, B, or C pick for each of today's games, is available in the Google Sheet that is linked in the show's description. Picks that get an A are the ones I love. Picks that get a B are the ones I like. And picks that get a C are the leans. However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Please subscribe if you aren't already. And for those of you on YouTube, leave a comment about the play you like the most or the one you think we might be wrong on. Let's get to it. Today, we're going to cover four games in depth, and then we're going to throw some buzzer beaters at you at the end. We're going to start off... Uh, Jake, with your favorite school, Tennessee, they are hosting Ole Miss tonight. Uh, Tennessee is a 15 and a half point favorite. That's a B pick for me. I like Tennessee. The model thinks they should be about a 17 and a half point favorite. For me, the key is that uh, Tennessee had some COVID issues appear to be on the upswing for that. Ole Miss is not quite there yet. This is their first game back from their COVID. So I think Ole Miss is about, you know, a, a, a game or two behind, which I think here kind of matters. Also, I will note the model's been underestimating Tennessee this season, overestimating Ole Miss. So as the model's kind of reacting to that, uh, I'm not even sure it's caught up there. And maybe the spread should be even a little bit higher, in my opinion, because I think that Tennessee's been a little bit under-respected, Ole Miss a little over-respected by it. So the model likes Tennessee. I like Tennessee. What do you have to say? Uh, I'm all over Tennessee on this one. This is probably one of my favorite plays of the day. Um, Tennessee is a much better all-around team and then a lot better defensively than this Ole Miss team. Um, like in, in the Alabama game, they they played with one of the top offensive teams in the nation, and that was without their best player and arguably, arguably their most important player with Kennedy Challenge and John Fulkerson out. Um, so that was a really big as a Tennessee fan. That was a great sign because no, you don't like to lose, but it was on the road against a very tough team, and we, we got to figure out that we're deeper than what we thought we were. With Olivier Comwash playing big, uh, Euros Plastic playing playing really well. Uh, so I really think Tennessee will just absolutely run run away from Ole Miss in this. And, 
especially since all business is coming off. It was first game off COVID, and they're going to be struggling to get through it. Yep, yep, I agree. So we both like Tennessee there starting us off. And then another 6 p.m. game uh, might be just as ugly, hopefully just as ugly uh, here for me. Pittsburgh at Louisville. The model thinks Louisville should be a 14-and-a-half-point favorite, so it's a B pick for me on Louisville minus 12-and-a-half. Um, interesting note here, the model has only backed Louisville once this season, and so anytime I see something like that where the model just doesn't like a team, doesn't like a team, doesn't like a team, and then all of a sudden, hey, now we like them, I think that means something. I like Louisville here uh, to hammer Pittsburgh. Uh, Jake, what's your take? So Pittsburgh is bad. They, they don't shoot the ball well anywhere, uh, ever. They average a whopping total of 61 points. So they're, they're bad. And I believe Louisville may have turned the corner. Like Chris, uh, Max got those guys playing very well. They've won back-to-back games against fairly decent opponents with win with Wake and then at Georgia Tech. And so I think that, along with Pittsburgh just being bad, will lead to Louisville, especially at the Yum Center. The Yum Center can get rocking at times. So it's should be a fairly easy win for Louisville. Yep, yep, I agree with you on that one. Uh, another game in a similar mold here, 7.30 p.m., Creighton at Villanova. Um, this is an APIC for me, Villanova minus 11. The model thinks it should be Villanova minus 14. I hate making APICs laying number double digits, right? Because we see these weird things happen when you get in those double digits. Uh, but I think Villanova is just in a different class than Creighton at home. If they show up and take care of business, they should be fine. Villanova will be without uh, Caleb Daniels for their second straight game. It wasn't a big deal over the weekend. They still handled their business. So as long as everyone else is in the game, I think they should be able to handle Creighton. Uh, what's your take on this one, Jake? Yeah, I think Villanova will be out for revenge. The last time these teams played in Nebraska, that uh, Creighton beat them by 20. And Villanova had an uncharacteristically poor offensive night they shot 17 percent from three when they normally shoot in the round in the 30s um from like upper 30s from three they didn't shoot well from the floor um and then Creighton played their normal game and so everything remains the same I think Villanova comes back and beats them pretty handily because Creighton is a decent team but they're a little sloppy they're 14 15 turnovers and with a very guard-heavy team in Villanova, Villanova who likes to play up-in-your-face defense like Jay Wright that's only going to expand when they get mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. So at home, sloppy team, and surely to goodness they'll shoot better than 17% from beyond the arc. You would hope so. I find that, that the difference between the game is around what we think will happen or not. You know, a lot of times when the games kind of play out like we think they will, a lot, you know, close closer to the spread – I feel like those are the types of games where both teams shoot 30% from three. And then you have these weird games, kind of like you mentioned that, that last time they played where one team will shoot 40%, one team will shoot 15% and it's, you know, 20 points off from the spread or something. And you look yeah. at it like, what are you going to do when one team just gets hot from three or just doesn't can't hit yeah. one. That's just going to completely change the course of the game, especially with only 40 minutes to play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And as thin as Villanova is this year, it only, it, this is the rough part with taking Villanova is they're very thin. So one or two guys is off. That that means the team is off. But I don't think that's going to happen. It's like coming off the Seton Hall win and all that at home, 
your lesser players play better at home because they're comfortable and sleep in their own bed. Mm-hmm. So it should be should be very easy for Villanova to <laughs> cover this and kind of exact some revenge on Creighton. Yep, yep, I like it. 8 p.m., uh, one of the marquee games of the night here, Big 12 action. Texas Tech is at Iowa State. This is a B pick for me, Iowa State minus two and a half. The model thinks it should be Iowa State minus four. I'm not sure Iowa State is getting the respect they deserve. They played really well against Baylor this last weekend, a Baylor team that's just handling everybody. And I I just don't think the numbers caught up to Iowa State. The other key stat here for me, usually I I do model sets. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to maybe steal from where you're heading here, Jake. I don't know exactly, but tech turnover to assist ratio is about one to one. And I think that matters on the road in an environment like what you have to play at in Ames. It's not a situation where, uh, you know, things can kind of go hunky-dory. If there's any pressure on them, any sort of, um, you know, nerves, any sort of the crowds affecting you or whatever, they already turn the ball over a lot. And if they turn the ball over more, that's going to be a huge difference maker. So I like Iowa State here, given that we're laying such a short number. Yeah, (laughs) it kind of took my key to the game. Uh, (laughs) But it's all right. I was going to say, these these teams are almost carbon copies. And um, uh, so early on, Iowa State had some turnover issues. It's inflated their average a little bit, but they average around 14 turnovers, which is the same as what uh, Texas Tech averages. But they both, which is it's just nuts as I was pouring through the stats. They uh, that's a that's a lot. That's a large number. Yeah, and then they both shoot around 35 percent from three. They're both uh, like 15 assists, and they both let up right around 58 ish a game. Like it was just almost exact looking at both teams all the way through. So I, th- I think they're both kind of key on defense, and Texas Tech's a very good team, has a very good defense, but it'll be too much at Ames to uh, <laughs> to overcome, especially when they're, they're the only show in town, Iowa State, so that's what everybody's right. doing tonight. Um, and I think the reason the numbers haven't caught up to Iowa State is that last year they were so bad. Yeah, they were it was really like two. Year. They won two games, so this was, amazing turnaround they have is incredible. Yeah, last year was shocking how easy it was to go into Ames and win. That's never the case. Even a, a mediocre Iowa State team, they'll go on the road and get blown out, but at home they'll either win or it'll be a, a close game. And then last year was just the weirdest season yeah, that, that yeah, we've yeah. seen from them. And I think you're right. I think there's still just some hesitation given how bad they were. And I think the numbers catching up, but I just don't think it's there yet with just how solid this Iowa State team. Are they top 10? Maybe not quite top 10, but I mean, they're a very good top 20 team. Oh um, yeah. In my opinion. You don't, you don't want to run into them late in the year. Cause that's no, they're only going to get better as everything gets in line for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We've got what we're calling buzzer beaters here. A few games I'm just going to throw at you, Jake, that the model <laughs> likes that are smaller games. It may not be on your radar if you're listening to this. Uh, four games here. Robert Morris plus three and a half. That's an A grade pick for me versus Youngstown State. Milwaukee plus two. That's an A grade pick at Green Bay. And North Carolina A&T minus one and a half. That's an A grade pick versus Presbyterian. Now, both of those teams are coming off a layoff. So a little bit of uncertainty there. I don't know if you have anything to say on those three games. Uh, uh, I mean, Robert, they're very similar. They're, 
none of the games I would recommend watching. I don't think <laughs> will be fun games to watch. Uh, I mean, North Carolina a I, I I really like that one. Um, they they added a freshman player who played last night game out and went seventeen and twelve. So if he keep, if he can keep that up, even similar numbers, they should be a lot better than what the numbers are representing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, some smaller games there that may not be as interesting, but things where I'm going to trust the model here. Those are three A grade picks for me, and I've got a bonus B grade pick for you on Monday's episode. Uh, we had a SWAC game. If you looked at all of the SWAC picks there. Uh, the model went four and zero on the swag. So we're officially bonus... swag. Yep. Exactly. We're all I've got a... Exactly. I've got a bonus swag pick for you tonight. We took Mississippi Valley State Monday. We're gonna fade them today. I think uh, they're gonna have a weaker showing. So I'm laying the seven and a half with Alabama A and M as a B grade pick against uh, Mississippi Valley State. Here is my my bonus swag pick since we're we're now unofficially a swag podcast apparently. Yeah. Hey, well, you know you got to take it what you, you got to stick to what you know and. Uh, Mississippi Valley State had the one game circled to win. They didn't. So I think the confidence is gone and Alabama a is going to run with it. And it's and it's a good point here. We'll, we'll kind of close up with this just as a reminder. Remember, you're betting numbers, not teams. And we like Mississippi Valley State in that spot because it was nine and a half. The model made it eight. And I think the game landed nine. And, and obviously, it's never going to be always that close. That's just a kind of a unique example. But here, I like Alabama A&M because I'm only laying seven and a half. So that number matters. And that's not to say that Alabama A&M won't win by six or seven or something like that. And it, and and we don't get to the window with it, but it kind of matters there. The difference between seven and a half and nine and a half, that's, you know, eight to 10% probability that it lands there. So if you're giving me Mississippi Valley State and nine and a half, 10 and a half, it's a different story, but at that number of seven and a half, I, I want to flip and now we're going to take Alabama A&M tonight. So just something to keep in mind as you're looking at this, the number can matter when you're talking about a couple point difference there. For sure, for sure. The the numbers really matter. That's where bad beats come from. We're really good ones. Exactly, exactly. So that's all we've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with a Professor. Reminder to check out the Google Sheet for all picks on today's games. I have nine more B picks out there. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button for a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season. We will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.